Hello, and welcome back to Breakfast with Mom. We are your hosts. I'm Shanoa. And I'm Sandra. How are you, Mom? Doing great. Finally got back in the gym after three weeks of hiatus, which, and one walk, so that was pretty good. Too bad it went from 110 mornings or afternoons for your walk to, what, 40? 40s? <laughs> yeah, it was 43 this morning. Kind of chilly. I had a, a so like a t-shirt on, and it was chilly. My hands were cold, so I had to, I, I've got a long sleeve shirt I'm going to wear in the morning, because it was just too cold. You need but. one of those insulated windbreaker things that um, baseball players wear while they're sitting in the dugout, and well, they're trying to stay warm. Yeah, I have something like that. Uh, I, we call, we used to call them windbreakers, mm. they're hoodies. Uh, and it also helps repel the water when it is uh, raining on me when yeah. I'm walking. Uh, I have one of those that I put the hood on. I did not wear it today. Sure wished I had because, like I said, my hands were cold. They were really cold when I got back. You need those but fingerless I, gloves. Yeah. Um, but the, the shirts that I have, it's got that little thumb hole on it, so it'll cover up most of my hands while I'm walking. Which, yeah. That's going to help, but... Didn't work this morning. Didn't think I would need it. I found out I didn't. The sun being as bright as it was is very misleading. Cause it, it was. when I when I got up this morning, I was like, oh, it looks like it might be 70s later today. So I got up and I took a shower and I put shorts on and I froze all day long. Yeah. <laughs> like no, I think I'll be wearing some warmer clothes over here because it's always cold. Yeah, I. Uh... Before I went to the gym, I put that long sleeve shirt on and worked out in the gym with the long sleeve and it was kind of cool in the gym, but I couldn't get my heater to come on in the gym, so uh, I'll have to get uh, Kelly to look at that. But it's, you know, it, it worked out fine. Yeah. Uh, I worked up, not a sweat, but I got warm while I was working out doing 80 setups along with a lot of other uh, arm workouts so uh, everything's better now but uh i know now uh, tomorrow morning wear my long sleeve shirt i didn't do my workout today i didn't i didn't quite feel like it <laughs> it's been it was a busy weekend and so i just decided today was going to be my your off day my off day i'll get back at it tomorrow well i had a three-week hiatus it was one thing it was because of them working on the pool, mm -hmm. doing stuff with the pool, and they were in and out, mm -hmm. and so I didn't want to do it, and I just wasn't in the mood to get up and go walk, mm -hmm. so I finally got myself back in the mood this morning, and so I did it. I started today, and we'll do it this week, and hopefully everything works out, and I can do it next week. If one thing messes me up, it's like... It's a domino. Yeah, for real. The next day, I don't want to do anything. If I can't do it one, if I miss one day, the next day it's hard. I wish I were so. one of those people that could get up in the early morning and work out and get it out of the way. Mm -hmm. So that way I have the rest of my day to do my actual job, my nine to five, and then do my evenings as a mom and a wife. I just can't do it. Yeah. I've tried. It makes me grumpy. Yeah. I'm not a morning person, so... Getting up early to do something physical like that, I just... Yeah. Oh, I remember uh, when we were started working in DeSoto and we were uh, going in at 5 in the morning, 
we were getting up at two and going to the gym and working out and then getting a shower and then going to work and it's like I told Kelly I can't do this I'm not a morning person I like to sleep late I like to stay up late mm -hmm. so going to bed at 10 11 o'clock and getting up at two was just not working out for me and then working out in the gym and then working 10 hour days was not working for me so we stopped the gym and um, but now that I'm retired I can get up at 8 o'clock and I can walk because it's 43 degrees in the morning Oof. and even 50 degrees I can walk as long as it's like from a lower 70 on down I don't have a problem walking uh, but if it's 75 or over it's like mm, don't like that I don't like the heat like that so I, I think I need to get a work. pair of sweatpants so that way I can walk my dog and not freeze to death doing it. Yeah. Well, I have leggings, and leggings work well for me. Mm. Uh, they're not they're not super thick, but they're a little thicker leggings than mm -hmm. I, what I had last year. And so the leggings work fine. And I've got a couple of uh, pants that I got. It was for... They're like jogging, walking pants. Mm -hmm. I got those, and I wore those, and those were fine. Um, but it was the, the short sleeve t-shirt that didn't work so well oh, for I, me. I can only imagine. So, I'll, um, I, like I said, I pulled out that other shirt, that long sleeve shirt, to work out, go to the gym. And it is a uh, walking workout shirt. I got it at uh, Academy. Uh, they had a sale back a few months ago so I uh, got me two of them they and always have ones. good things for workouts yeah, they, they got the, the, the zip, zippers mm -hmm. yeah the zip front and mm -hmm. it's a pullover with a zip front and then it's got the little little slots for your thumb so it goes over your hands just not your fingers which works for me because I don't like whole full gloves I don't like wearing gloves then you so. can't use your phone yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it like I said, it was fun getting back in the routine. Um, so uh, I've got things that I need to do this week, but I will make sure that I do my walk in my gym before I do the other. Yeah, it's better to do something than nothing. Right. Even if it's a fifteen-minute something. Yeah. It's better than zero. Right. You ready for today's story? Yes. Okay. Today, I want to tell you about the 1943 Zoot Suit Riots. These riots took place from June 3rd to June 8th, 1943, primarily between American servicemen who were predominantly white and young Mexican-American and Mexican immigrant men who were often seen wearing distinctive Zoot Suits. You can find all my resources in the show notes and a link to a PBS website where you can watch a film about the riots. The zoot suit was a flamboyant style of clothing characterized by oversized suits with high-waisted, pegged trousers and long jackets. The riots were fueled by social tensions, wartime anxiety, and racial prejudice. Many members of the U.S. military stationed in Los Angeles viewed the zoot suit as a symbol of rebellion and nonconformity associating with Mexican-American youth gangs. It's such a shame because those suits look so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like them. Mm -hmm. 
As the zoot suit became more popular among young men in black American, Mexican American and other minority communities, the clothes garnered a somewhat racist reputation. Latino youths in California, known as Pachucos, were wearing flashy zoot suits, porky pie hats, and dangling watch chains, were increasingly viewed by affluent whites as menacing street thugs, gang members, and rebellious juvenile delinquents. Wartime patriotism didn't help matters. After the bombing of Pearl Harbor and the U.S. entry into World War II, wool and other textiles were subject to strict rationings. The U.S. War Production Board regulated the production of civilian clothes containing silk, wool, and other essential fabrics. Despite these wartime restrictions, many bootleg tailors in Los Angeles, New York, and elsewhere continued to make the popular zoot suits, which used an excess amounts of fabric. Servicemen and other people, however, saw the oversized suits as flagrant and unpatriotic waste of resources. The local media was only too happy to fan the flames of racism and moral outrage. On June 2nd, 1943, the Los Angeles Times reported, fresh in the memory of Los Angeles is its last year's surge of gang violence that made Zoot Suit a badge of delinquency. Public indignation seethed as warfare among organized bands of martyrs Prowling the streets at night brought a wave of assaults and finally murders. The Zoot Suit riots were a series of racially motivated clashes that occurred in Los Angeles, California during World War II. By June 7th, the rioting had spread outside downtown Los Angeles to Watts, East Los Angeles, and other neighborhoods. Taxi drivers offered free rides to servicemen to riding areas and thousands of military personnel and civilians from San Diego to other parts of Southern California converged onto LA to join the mayhem. Leaders of the Mexican American community implored state and local officials to intervene. The Council for Latin American Youth even sent a telegram to President Franklin D. Roosevelt, but their pleas went with little action. One eyewitness writer, Carrie McWilliams, painted a terrifying picture. Quote, On Monday evening, June 7th, thousands of Anglos turned out for a mass lynching. Marching through the streets of downtown Los Angeles, a mob of several thousand soldiers, sailors, and civilians proceeded to beat up every zoot suitor they could find. Streets were halted while Mexicans and some Filipino and Negroes were jerked out of their seats, pushed into the streets, and beaten with sadistic frenzy." Unquote. Some of the most disturbing violence was clearly racist in nature. According to several reports, a black defense plant worker still wearing his defense plant identification badge was yanked off a streetcar, after which one of his eyes was gouged out with a knife. The violence escalated as sev Severus men targeted Mexican-American youths wearing zoot suits, leading to physical assaults and beatings. The LA police were criticized for not adequately protecting the Mexican-American community and for, in some cases, arresting the victims instead of the attackers. Local papers framed the racial attacks as a vigilante response to an immigrant crime wave, and pi uh, police generally restricted their arrest to the Latinos who fought back. 
The riots didn't die down until June 8th when U.S. military personnel were finally barred from leaving their barracks. The Los Angeles City Council issued a ban on zoot suits the following day. Amazingly, no one was killed during the week-long riot, but it wasn't the last outburst of zoot suit-related racial violence. Similar incidents took place the same year in cities such as Philadelphia, Chicago, and Detroit. A citizens committee appointed by California Governor Earl Warren to investigate the zoot suit riots convened in the weeks after the riot. The committee's report found that, quote, in undertaking to deal with the cause of these outbreaks, the existence of race prejudice cannot be ignored, unquote. Additionally, the committee described the problem of juvenile delinquency youth as, quote, one of American youth not confined to any racial group. The wearers of zoot suits are not necessarily persons of Mexican descent, criminals, or juveniles. Many people today wear zoot suits, unquote. The riots left a lasting impact on race relations in L.A. and the United States. The riots highlighted ra racial tensions, discriminations, and the unequal treatment of Mexican-Americans during this period. They also spurred activism and civil rights efforts within the Mexican-American community. Again, remarkably, no one was killed during the riots, although many people were injured. The fact that considerably more Mexican-Americans and servicemen were arrested, upward of 600 of the former, according to some estimates, fueled criticism of the, US, the, the L.A. Police Department's response to the riots for uh, some quarters. The Zoot Suit Riots remain a significant episode in the history of civil rights and race relations in the U.S., illustrating the challenges faced by minority communities during wartime and their right for equality. So, a couple of things. My wedding, which was in 2000, eons ago, the hubby and the daddy-o wore zoot suits, and then all the groomsmen had their zoot suits as well. Only Daddy-O had his really cool hat and his white-tipped shoes. Mm -hmm. So he looked like a pretty dapper guy. So that was pretty cool. But then when we were deciding on what the men would wear in the wedding, I didn't realize that the zoot suits had a negative connotation attached to them whenever they first came out. I just thought they were a cool-looking suit. Yeah. And then... When Cherry Poppin' Daddies came out with their song, which I have the lyrics here, um, then you realize if you listen to the actual words, you're like, wait a minute, what? Um, so for those of you that don't know, Cherry Poppin' Daddies are a swing band that was popular in the late 90s and early 2000s. And that was when swing music was trying to make a comeback. It's in that movie, uh, Blast from the Past, with Brendan Fraser and... Alicia Silverstone, where they go to the club and and they're dance. It's a swing club, mm -hmm. not a swingers club, but a swing club, mm -hmm. and um, they're throwing their partners all around and flipping them around and you know doing the jitterbug and stuff like that. Um, so they were popular during that time. But I'm going to read you some of their lyrics. Who's that whispering in the trees? It's two sailors and they're on leave. Pipes and chains and swinging hands. Who's your daddy? Yes, I am. Fat cat came to play. Now you can't run fast enough. You'd best stay away when the pushers come to shove. A whipped up jitterbugging brown eyed man. A stray cat 
brighten up an eight-piece band. Cut me Sammy, and you'll understand. In my veins, hot music ran. You got me in a sway, and I want to swing you down. Now you sailors know where your women come for love. Oh, you got me in a sway, and I want to swing you down. Now you sailors know where your women come for love. So what that's what that is showing is that there was possibly the tension between the two because of women. You know, who mm-hmm. who the women were going after at that particular time. Right. Who their interests laid. And unfortunately, <laughs> sometimes that's what it is. It's you are taking what I think is mine. So I'm going to go after you. Yeah. If it's money, work, or women. Mm-hmm. And for, those are the, the, three, the, main, the three main things that people feel like people owe them. And when you're a sailor and you've been fighting or you're a serviceman of some kind and you've been fighting a war or you're, you're about to go to war and you've never been and you're young and you're scared and you see people who may be disrespecting you, you feel like they owe you respect. And unfortunately, sometimes fighting is what you think will get you the respect. Right. So that's what that song is telling me is that they come a-fighting. They come ready to fight. Mm-hmm. They, they need to show that they're, they're tough. M- they're men. Yeah, they're, they're tough men, yes. They're real men. They're not going to let anybody run over them. Did you know about this? the Zoot Suit Riots? No. Mm-mm. No. If I'd heard about it, I'd never thought anything about it. You know, just mm. one in, went in one ear and out the other. Yeah. So. It's, yeah. It's, it's sad that it lasted a week. Like, they couldn't get their shit together. Yeah. Like, where were the police and all of that? You know, like, do your job. Why are you allowing this to happen? But, you know, L.A. was very corrupt. Mm-hmm. L.A. County Sheriff's Office and the L.A. Police Department, they were all corrupt just decades before that. So some of those police yeah, officers that were in that 20s work were still in the 40s. They, they didn't care. No, it sure didn't. Yeah. You know, it was, you know, less, quote, Mexicans for them to worry about later. Mm-hmm. Sad. you have any other opinions about that? No. It's a good story. Instead of a say what, I have did you know. With this being October in the season of candy, I thought I would look up a fun fact about my favorite candy bar. Even though I cannot eat it, I still love it. Did you know the Three Musketeers bars got their name because they used to come with three flavors? Did you know that? Mm, No, not that I can remember. Okay. The original Three Musketeers bars of the 1930s came in three packs with a different nougat flavor in each. A vanilla, a chocolate, and a strawberry. What do we call those? Neapolitan. World War II rations made the triple treat expensive, so the company cut down to one. Oh, okay. That's why I didn't know about it. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if there was ever a kumquat-flavored candy. It's weird. Mm -hmm. You know, they have weird flavors out there. Yeah, they could. All right, do we have anything else, Mama? 
Mm, I don't know. Okay. As I said before, our my resources are in the show notes along with the YouTube link for Zoot Zoot Riot in case you want to watch the video. It's a pretty jivey song, even though it's about this blemish in our history, but, you know, we can't help that. If there's nothing else, please remember to leave us a rating and review and drop us a message on any of our socials letting us know who you are and where you listen so we can give you a shout out in a future episode. Today, I want to shout out to Topanga. She is listening from the DFW area. Topanga, thank you for listening. Thanks, Topanga. Love you. (laughs) There's nothing else. We're going to say goodbye. Bye. Bye.